Whatever happened to Accidentally Fasting? The Milkman Joe Rogan. Spotify TV. What's up, guys? This is uh, Katie from Accidentally Fasting, and um, this is my co-host slash husband. Um, hey, this is uh, Rick from How to Barbecue Right. I usually talk on YouTube and other podcasts called How to Barbecue Right, but I'm going to talk about on Accidentally Fasting today about chicken wings and barbecue, and that's that's what we're looking at for this episode. So you just all sit back, sit tight, and uh, grab a piece of fat to gnaw on, and we'll, we'll be uh, here for you with uh, tips on how to fill your San Francisco home with so much smoke that your family is eating barbecue like nonstop or whatever. Come on, smoke me a fatty brisket. Oh, barbecue pit boys, heck yeah. Who's Rick? Who's Rick? Actually, I don't know what that guy's name is from How to Barbecue Right. I can't think of it, but... uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the, um, the live episodes that we're doing. Yes, we've been having a lot of fun. We've been doing uh, live shows every Saturday at 3 p.m. Well, whenever they happen. We were trying to do a scheduled thing. But I got, like, my mommy groups and shit in, Well, Fox was the big factor. That's also true. Like, uh, we would get him to go to sleep, and then he would wake up and want to play and stuff, and then he'd sit in a swing and sit there and go, eh, eh, as you guys heard in the first one, at least... But, yeah. Yeah, so, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's a cool way to hang out with people. Um, it's been pretty cool because we have the phone, and then we have uh, somebody will video chat with us. And surprisingly, the like the video chatter can hear the phoner. I know it's well. crazy. Like we hear everybody, and then there's somebody who joins us in the Instagram thing, and then the phone we have somebody going the whole time. And it's been pretty sweet. We've had a good turnout. So thanks, everybody, who's been joining us for the live episodes. And if you've listened to them on our Tuesday release, um, which I guess we haven't even talked about, like, what we're doing with that, because we're putting out now two sort of episodes a week. Because we're doing something on Tuesdays. You did a couple mini episodes. Mm-hmm. We're doing the, the, the Saturday live episode and then releasing that audio on Tuesdays and part of the thing is um, we want to have more content for everybody like but we don't we don't want to pay to provide that because like Mixler can do live episodes and Podbean can do live episodes but you have to go to a place that you're not used to going to which is stupid and then we have to pay a yearly subscription fee to use their service to do these live shows so at where we're at now with COVID, you know, the illness, as people on YouTube are calling it, uh, listens are down overall, so, you know, our income is down overall, and it's tough for us to commit to, uh, you know, offering a new service that we have to pay for. We haven't so, gotten our Trump check yet, so we're I know, we're still dude. waiting on that shit, dude. Everybody else got theirs. But so anyway, so, so you know, it was a while back we decided, well, why don't we start doing two things a week? So we're cutting down the regular episode to like 45 minutes or whatever. If it goes longer, we'll do longer. But we're doing the Instagram Live Saturdays at just kind of whenever they happen. So if you want to join us for that, feel free. We'll let you join in on the call. Last week we had a shit ton of people. Like 
pop in and pop off. It's so cool because it's like people from, you know, because I got friends in different area codes. I have friends from Ohio and then um, just different places. So to hear their experience during the quarantine has been really it's been really interesting. Yeah, and it'll be cool going forward. We're, you know, we'll do uh, what I, something that we want to do is like liquor tastings, where we tell you guys, you know, we put up a schedule on the website or on the Instagram what we're going to be drinking, and then you guys can join us in drinking that thing, like I don't know, screwball or some weird shit like that, <laughs> or fucking hypnotic. Well, yeah, we'll do like uh, polls and stuff to see, um, you know, what you guys want to drink, and then you know, whoever has the most like light or you know well no we'll yeah we'll we'll just do it based on popularity i mean but uh, yeah um we can also taste test little debbies too that's that's fuck dude we could eat anything i'll eat i will eat almost anything um but yeah so we're doing the live shows the live audio release tuesday and it won't always be that way sometimes we'll do little episodes of other shit um there's a series i still want to do a series on phones and there was another series that I was trying... Oh, I want to do my books. I want to put out a chapter uh, per episode or per week, uh, whatever, of uh, audiobook shit, because fuck Audible. Nobody wants to pay, you know, 15 bucks a month. I don't know. And weren't they our sponsor at one point? No, we. you can... You can they're one of those sponsors where, like, they don't pay you for an ad. Like, like you know, if, if we run the, the Anchor ad, we get paid per listen. But if, if we run a Spotify ad, we get paid based on who signs up using our link. And I was like, dude, first of all, like that means they get a link in every episode description. They get a mention in every episode. And who the fuck doesn't have Audible if they want it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like nobody's going to sign up for that shit. So. Well, it was really interesting. Um, well, I talked I talked about with Sleep Cove, uh, my the podcast that really helps my insomnia. Like it's fucking amazing. But he got was in under fire recently because he was doing these ad like playing these ads at the beginning of every episode, but like they were extremely loud. So like you'd fall asleep during like a sleep hypnosis uh, episode, uh-huh. and then the next one would be like the super loud ad. And so I guess he's like, you know, I feel really bad about that. Like I'm donating all the people on my Patreon. Like we're gonna choose a charity, and I'll donate the proceeds to that I earned from that's that. Cool. But um yeah, I just thought that was well what a nice guy. You guys need to listen to that podcast if you have trouble sleeping. It's yeah. Good. Um and speaking of of Patreons and stuff, that's another thing. We don't have a Patreon, but we do have we subscription. We have an OnlyFans though where Alex spreads his butt cheeks. Yep, come get it. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh we you can go to our anchor page, anchor fm slash accidentally dash fasting which should be in our links and you can sponsor us for like a dollar a month or some shit like that and then cancel it just give us a dollar and cancel it who cares um but anyway enough about podcast stuff well, it, you were talking about the wine taste or the alcohol tasting um, yeah, we do wine. i signed up for this webinar with uh, aaron paul and brian cranston because they have their own mescal and I don't know, it's through wine.com. I don't know why I did it, because apparently you like drank the mescal with them. Yeah. I thought I could just take my fucking uh, bottle of gin, just and like hang something out with else. them. <laughs> I wonder if Ryan Reynolds did that with aviator gin, because he's got that. He has a gin. Oh, he yeah. He has his gin. 
Hugh Jackman did a funny commercial for his gin. They traded commercials. It was like a fake internet feud between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman, they agreed to end the feud by doing commercials for each other. Um, and supposedly, like, the, the thing was that Hugh Jackman thought it was a joke and, and that Ryan wasn't going to do something, uh, like, worthwhile or whatever. Like, it was going to be stupid. So Ryan Reynolds ended up doing something really, like, nice that was, like... Hugh Jackman is this great guy. He's a great actor. He's a great person. And then Hugh Jackman's was like him sitting at this table and he was like, he's Ron Reynolds gin and he like pours the bottle out on the floor or whatever. It was pretty funny. But, that, I mean, it was is fake. Is that but... expensi- more expensive than the Brian Cranston Mescal? Isn't Mescal supposed to be expensive? Mm, it's not necessarily expensive. It's like the scotch of if tequila were like bourbon, then Mescal would be scotch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's smoked. It's it's a lot more of a. I mean, it depends on the tequila, I guess. But to me, mezcal is a lot more of a. Uh, what do you like a rustic flavor? I guess I don't know how to describe it. A campfire flavor. No, it's I mean smoky. I've had mezcal. Yeah. yeah. I but, really like it. Um, and that's I don't think that's the defining. But what if I just pour, like the gin into a shot glass and pretend it's. The what if like you like th- video photoshopped the bottle in? Yeah, or like wrote mescal like, <laughs> yeah. marker. That'd be there. funny. You should have done it. We should have. We could have wore our t-shirts. I don't know, and did dude. It. I just I've been wanting to like just do whatever because why the fuck not? Um, there are so there is this fuck. What is it called? I think it's called. Um, I forget the website, but um, if you guys are looking for support groups, if you have any um, mental health stuff that you're going through, especially through this quarantine, of course I don't have the information because I'm unhelpful. We'll post it in the description so that if you're on a computer or phone, you can click it. Yeah, so there's support groups for um, a lot of different things. I found it through Postpartum International, which is um, a, a resource guide for people going through postpartum depression, but... Um, they have tons of support groups, online support groups. So that's something that you're interested in. Definitely check it out. I haven't done it yet, though. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel weird because, I already feel weird because I belong to this subreddit for um, people that had babies in February. And I already feel weird because I, you know, spill my heart out because it's like, you know, you think you're anonymous, but then I can't imagine, like, Spilling my heart out to all these strangers online, you know. So, but it, it might be really helpful to you. I don't know. You might meet your next uh, fairy godmother. Well, should do an anonymity. An anonymity goes a, a long way, you know. Like if you're just going on some something and you're fairly anonymous, then you can say a lot more stuff than uh, you would say if you were sitting in a support group sometimes, especially in like. Small town Australia yeah, when you got no people in rise. You're going to show your face and stuff, though. So it's not like how anonymous is it? That's fairly anonymous, though, don't you think? Not, I mean, just showing your face doesn't give away like your identity or whatever. So fuck it. On to the topic of the, du jour. The f- topic number one du jour. That's enough about the podcast, I think. The podcast itself. Um, but to talk about things that people are actually interested in, I don't know what you're interested in, so I can't do that. So we're going to talk about barbecue. Er, what did I say that guy's name was? Rick? Rick. I'm going to look it up while we talk about this. Rick Solomon. I don't know what that guy's name is, but he's, he's, uh, how to barbecue, right? I, I actually never watched that channel or listened to that podcast. So Wait I don't know why I brought that guy up. 
I listen to the podcast, or I have listened to the podcast. That's yeah, um, I think we started probably uh, when I first started smoking stuff, maybe. So we're watching Bama Q. By the way, Bama Q, it's like this competition show that takes place Malcolm in Reed. Alabama. Uh, <laughs> they do like virtual barbecue competitions or some shit. What? That's crazy. I mean, but, you can um, tell a lot based on the look and feel of the barbecue. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, it's Mail it pretty in. exciting that I gave birth right when this quarantine happening because if i was pregnant when this quarantine's happening because i had a really strong aversion to smoked meat oh yeah dude and barbecue in general i couldn't eat barbecue sauce or anything i think if that were still going on uh i would have been very depressed dude yeah i don't I, i'm not gonna make it through this without barbecue i gotta pick up some big old hunk of meat to to smoke um and i'm hoping that the regular old grocery stores have better selections of meat since restaurants haven't been open that really like but i thought there were all kinds of like food short or meat shortages right now because of, so like, possibly the, the workers will supposedly tyson is cutting the price of their meat God. to keep meat on the f- tables of families i just can't even imagine that like rubber rubber chicken Dude, tyson chicken nuggets Hell yeah. Yeah, the dinosaur-shaped potatoes are better than the dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets, though. Mm, so. I don't think I've had those before. Well, we'll have to do a taste test on the live of the live. Yeah, I will. Uh, but anyway, so we've I have had a lot of experience this quarantine season, because uh, that's you know what they're saying yeah. it is from now on. There's just there's just stay home seasons now. Um, but anyway, I've had a lot of uh, wonderful experiences with meat. Because we found a ranch that sells its meats called No Bull here in ABQ Quirky. And I picked up a, a metric fuck ton of meat because we weren't going out to eat. And I was like, we've got all this like out to eat budget money. Um, and alcohol money. I mean, we still buy alcohol. Now but we're getting we're more. Not... But we didn't drink for a while there. Yeah, we did. I didn't. Yeah, but uh, so we got... Let's see, so I did, a, I did a chicken, which isn't anything new. I did a brisket, which was prime. Um, I did a lamb leg, a pork sirloin, which is not a pork loin, but it's sort of similar to a, a picnic or Boston butt. Um, damn, dude, what else did I do? I didn't get any beef ribs. I'm stupid. I should have got beef. Dude, prime beef ribs? Fuck yeah. That was amazing. Did you already say the steak? Oh, we got T-bones. I didn't smoke the T-bones, though, but we got some T-bones, which I didn't realize the difference between a T-bone and a porterhouse was basically that the T-bone is front cut of of the cow, so its filet is much smaller. I learned that from Babish. He had his, like, celebrating buying a house in 6 million subscriber episode, and, uh... He did a t- he did the turf and turf from Parks and Rec, which I I'm a big fan of Parks and Rec, but I don't think you've ever watched it. Maybe once or I twice. I was reading that Parks and Rec is a really good, uh, it's it's a good show because it, um, it's showing efficient people and making that like the ideal because they're so efficient or whatever. Efficient. That's interesting. I guess. I mean, Ron Swanson is like super lazy or whatever, like reality shows. Mm, I don't know about them apples. 
Anyway, back to cuts of meat. Uh, so the pork sirloin, the I know you said the leg of lamb was your favorite. We smoked mm-hmm. it with mesquite. Yeah. I, I redid a little bit of my rub for that. Um, and it's, I mean, salt and pepper is pretty much the, the meat and potatoes of the rub, if you will. But anyway, uh, the pork sirloin, which I had not, I didn't know, it's like a roast and it's bone in and it's different muscles. The cool thing about that piece of meat, that hunk of junk, is it's got different types of fibers in it. So like pulled pork, a, a pork butt, you get, uh, you know, two. it's two pieces of a shoulder or whatever, and all together it makes what has the money muscle. And, and I didn't know this for a while, but when you do barbecue competition and you use the tubes or the money muscle, depending on what your region is, um, that's not in every uh there's like the picnic roast and the shoulder and there are two pieces that in the store you kind of get split up but anyway the so you know you usually get one of those pieces depending on what's available at whatever shitty store i'm shopping at and then but the the sirloin is full of the the fat cap like melted off i don't know if anybody watched my instagram story on that but it like it did, it rendered, and that usually doesn't happen with a pork butt, and then with the sirloin too, so the fat got nice and mixed in and everything. I didn't do my usual uh, stuffing it with garlic that I that I try to do, so like with a pork butt, I got the, the, the pork butt sitting there, fat capped down, and then I cut slits every couple, you know, inch and a half or so, and a couple rows of that, and then I stuff whole cloves of garlic in there. And then I inject it, and then I rub it. But with this, I injected it, and uh, that's pretty much it. And rubbed it, and then put it on the smoker. The interesting thing to me was I injected with straight-up apple cider vinegar. And when I pulled it out and was pulling it, I guess, um, I tasted, in some parts, straight-up apple cider vinegar. Like, it did not dissipate. Like, pork butts... uh, I don't, I don't usually get that, and I was really surprised, which is cool, because if I had a different injection that was more elaborate, then the pork sirloin could have... Like, it's it's a piece of meat that's got a lot of potential that, if you look it up online, a lot of people are like, fuck that piece of meat, it's super dry and not worth it. I didn't think so at all. I didn't think so either. I thought it was a really nice piece of meat. It's got a lot of meat on, on the bone for the size of it, um, and you get lean and you get fatty pulled, which you don't normally get. Um, in every single pork butt. It's not consistent. This is going to be an ignoramus question, but if uh, you're smoking a leaner meat, mm-hmm. um, is that more difficult, I guess, to retain flavors then? I mean, obviously it's more difficult for it to would be drier, right? Yeah, but so... the flavors, though, is, I mean... Mm-hmm. Like, I was uh, just thinking about the lamb. Good question. So, I was just no. thinking about the lamb. The lamb leg was uh, a bone-in lamb leg, and that was super... That's not really fatty, though. Yeah, it was, it was really nicely... It wasn't really marbled, but it's at least two or three muscles in there. And then there's fat in between them. So I feel like that... And that was more of a roast, actually, when we ate it. Like, mm. we didn't make pulled lamb or whatever. Mm. Uh, which would be interesting to try, because with a chuck... Damn, dude, we can make, like, barbecue-style euros you know that'd be pretty cool yeah do like pulled lamb meat with yeah, pita barbecue with like uh with some tzatziki a barbecue tzatziki 
Ew. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, well, but you know what, though? The white sauce from Alabama is made with mayo and stuff like that. Mayo and vinegar, pretty yeah, much. And I really like that on stronger cuts of meat, like beef ribs, like the really rich ones. But, yeah, so if you have a piece of meat that's not marbled well, like the flat of a brisket is harder to cook, in my opinion, than the point. And that's why now, in competitions and, and stuff, you'll see a lot of people separate the flat from the point. So the brisket's two muscles, and... The point is flat is fatty, and the flat is the lean part of the brisket. And then they overlap with a little bit of fat in between. But when I first started doing brisket, I had a lot of trouble with the flat because I would overcook it trying to get the point cooked. And I have a Weber kettle, which doesn't really allow you a lot of room to, to play, um, So, which is why I want to get a better smoker um, if, we, if we end up going that route. But... Anyway, so yeah, you, that's why you inject usually, um, because the injection is for flavor, and the best injection that I ever had was I made those oxtails in the Instant Pot, and I saved the broth, which was like, they're super fatty, so, and then they've got bone marrow in them, and, you know, all the spices that I use, like roast spices, and I injected my brisket with the broth from mm. the, the stock from the oxtails that was left over. And that shit for the baby shower, that's what I smoke. I injected yeah, and I didn't with. Get to eat it. Dude, and you know, people. I was super happy. That's the best cook I've ever had: pork and brisket. I stayed up all night to do it, and uh, it, I was super happy with that. But did you use yellow mustard as your brine though? Binder? No, I don't <laughs> use. So I use on. <laughs> On, well, don't you hate when people do that? That's why I brought it up. So yeah, well, it's not that I. I don't. I just think it's. I mean, it's it's frowned upon in the serious professional competition uh, circuit, from what I understand, to use mustard as a binder for your rub. Um, in my opinion, I so I've started adding mustard flour to my rubs to get a better bark. So my my rub secret recipe right here is like 60% coarse ground pepper, and then maybe 20% kosher salt, and then paprika um onion powdered onion but garlic flakes and then or it's not called garlic flakes but it's like the coarser ground mm -hmm. garlic salt stuff not garlic salt sorry garlic powder uh celery seed and then a little bit of mustard flour because i don't use a binder and i feel like you get more you get a, a more uniform bark when you use those sort of powdery cakey agents and it, that's a bad word because they don't really cake. They're in such small amount in the in the rub, but that's what my beef rub is. So there you go. Well, that's cool. I know. I, I guess I've, you know, I've never actually smoked anything, but I've learned a lot because we watch all those shows and then just watching mm -hmm. you and stuff. Um, I mean, I guess I could try. We're yeah, dude. We've got competitions. We've got two tri-tips that we're going to smoke this weekend. We could each smoke one. Have a tri-tip competition on we Instagram. Well, we had that one competition where we like made our... That was fun. Remember we made yeah, sauces and we did. just tasted like ketchup. <laughs> no, you had a really good one. It was like Kansas City style sauce. I liked it a lot. I don't know. Oh, it's because I put like tomato paste and uh, like it was just all tomato basically. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, But... I've been trying to... 
convince Alex to like do his own sauces in I mean you want to do your own like sell your own rub so yeah I think the sauces like sauces would be really cool well one of the things that I didn't realize was that so many lunch meats were smoked and I don't know if a lot of people know that like or or just if it clicks you know like barbecue wise because uh you know pastrami's are, are cured they're pickled and smoked briskets so then you have roast beef which i mean fuck it dude you've got you've got smoked turkey like turkey breast is always smoked like there's like the honey pepper or whatever bullshit but so there's like this whole area to explore that nobody's fucking doing so i i see this like untapped potential where you can't get deli rubs. So I, I, I did a pastrami. I cheated and I bought a, a, a corned beef because that's pickled beef, pickled brisket. And it was a brisket flat. And I made pastrami steaming it in the Instant Pot. Because when you see it in like these New York style delis, all this meat is steamed or at least warmed up by steaming. So I was looking for a rub and I was like, I mean, I'm fine making my own, but where the fuck is this recipe? And why can't I buy a goddamn pastrami rub somewhere? So uh, I made my own pastrami rub, which is basically my barbecue rub minus paprika and uh, plus coriander, ground coriander. And actually, it's the that is the rub that inspired me to use mustard flour in my barbecue rubs. Because that, ingre- that rub has mustard flour in it. Oh, and then no celery seed. But... So it has mustard flour in it, um, and I liked it on the pastrami because of the texture that I got from the bark and how well the bark held onto the pastrami. So I started putting it in my in my beef rubs. But but there's like this fucking area like I don't want to get into selling sauces like liquids just seem really not fun to me. But I seriously do want to put together a rub for roast beef. Uh, pastrami and nice, turkey because you see like the those nice the they're not necessarily barks but coatings on lunch meats from like boar's head and all that fancy but ass american shit people, like i think like your average american's not going to get like the fancy lunch meat where that would be um a beneficial addition putting i mean shit dude i just got some fucking oscar meyer just kidding i got some like nitrite sulfate sulfite free yeah. thing but i don't know what it was called but but like but i just when... think most people don't get like the good deli meat right this is i mean most people don't use barbecue rubs so like you're you're going for a niche market but it's a market that doesn't exist right now right like like if you take a a, a whole roast beef whatever piece of beef it is that you're using like top sirloin or eye round or whatever um, then you just roast it without any seasonings on it, or you just use salt and pepper lightly, it's not going to be as good as if you get a nice bark and you smoke it. And when we did that, like, when Fox was first born, I started making those lunch meats, and we ate them for, like, two weeks straight, each each lunch meat. So it's really, it's a part of the smoking, like, stuff, backyard smoking that i don't see very often and i think it's like really cool and interesting because you're doing different types of shit than pork butt ribs chicken thighs and brisket you know those are the four things that everybody wants to smoke but there's this like left turn at albuquerque where uh you know there there's like there's all this shit to do maybe you could team up with arby's and create a rub for their we've got the meats (laughs) I was Mixed just it with thinking their about sauce, which is like just like barbecue sauce, basically. Mm-hmm. 
No, I was thinking about showing, like, do you know, getting a rub together and uh, just posting the recipes for the rubs and then doing videos of, of doing the lunch meat. And, you know, there's a, it's a little bit more involved than just smoking because you do have the steaming aspect. Like, you, you do, like, slice it different. And, like, so it's still smoking, but everything is different about it, I think. Yeah. So, well, and then it'd be really good. sweet to do a it's salmon. A quarantine hobby, too, you know. Deli smoking. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, you just fucking sell the, the the rubs on Etsy or Amazon or at the farmer's market when those open up. The cool thing, too, is because I'm growing ghost peppers and other types of peppers, if they ever sprout in the new hydroponic system, I can incorporate super hots into my rubs and make spicy ass deli meat rubs which i i fucking love ghost pepper powder and i put it on anything that i can um but it you there's no way you're gonna find that for deli meats especially so there's there's a lot of potential i think in that area for for the meal prep community, you're mixing meal prep and smoking, That's I think. That's true, yeah. So it's, I think it's a really cool... And where else is there to go? Like, well, what are gotta, people like, going to do? You make sure you put it in fancy containers if you want to uh, appeal to the meal Shit, prep yeah, people. dude. I'm, I'm going to do... Yeah. I mean, it'd be... I don't know what the name would be. Accidentally deli meeting. I don't know. <laughs> uh, are we going to talk about... Well... I guess we haven't moved on from this, though. I feel like there's still so much more to talk about barbecue, but I want to get into the hairdo. Well, I mean, whatever you want to talk about is fine with me. I don't care. Well, I just want to talk about conspiracy, guys. Like, you know, we always got to put the uh, conspiracy, uh, conspiracy twist on our podcast episodes, but the fuck is up with all these politicians and their Recording?